0: This is The Wealthy Retailer Podcast with your host, Dan Holman. Every episode, Dan talks with a variety of retail experts, owners, managers, and so much more, sharing their expertise, their experiences, and the retail topics that matter to you, the independent retailer. The Wealthy Retailer Podcast is brought to you by Canadian Retail Solutions. Learn more at retailbycrs.com hey everyone welcome back to the podcast uh thanks for joining us today my guest this week on the podcast is jesse ringer and jesse is the founder of method and metric method and metric is a micro seo agency based in right here in beautiful uh british columbia canada uh they work with brands large and small to improve search visibility increase their reach and grow revenue results and accountability are two of their core beliefs that flow through everything they do. So listeners, you know me, if we've got accountability and we've got metrics, I'm in love with this guy already. Jesse, welcome to the podcast, man. Thank you for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me, Dan. I'm super happy to be here.
0: Yeah. All right. Right on. Give us a little background. What uh, What is method and metric? I mean, I, re- I read sort of the elevator pitch. Tell me what method and metric is. How yeah. did it become?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, that kind of sums up a lot of who we are. Um, You know, we're an SEO agency that kind of started from my own consulting efforts, um, doing SEO for small businesses, um, a lot of online uh, retail businesses, as well as like uh, service based companies. Um, We've been around for almost five years now, uh, helping to optimize websites. And now that also includes uh, analytics, uh, tracking performance and things like that, as well as conversion optimization and helping make sure that the visitors that we're bringing to a website um, actually take the action that we want them to take. Um, Yeah, I mean, SEO has always been something that I've been super passionate about um, from the start of school. Uh, It's always been something that I've found super interesting. Um, It kind of blends the mix of like ideas and strategy, um, but also backed with data, which helps make uh, every decision a lot easier and easier to advocate for clients when uh, there's a little bit of uncertainty around a decision or direction.
0: Yeah, makes sense. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's, let's kick the big elephant in the room in the, in the ass. And, you know, everybody is scared of SEO, not everybody, but most of us are, are a little bit timid when it comes to SEO, because we've been I'm not going to call it burn, but, but we've been fed the power of SEO forever. Every SEO person we've ever talked to in our retail business has come back and said, yeah, no, yeah it's $2,500 a month and you know, we're going we're gonna to raise your awareness online. And not everyone has ever had good metric to demonstrate. So there is a bit of a, a, a fear about, about search engine optimization. Help me get off that fear-based ledge.
1: I mean, it's all magic. <laughs> we make it up. Um, um, I mean, to be fair, like so much of our work happens in the background, and right. it can be really hard for people, for business owners, to really like, you know, feel comfortable sending money out the door every every month right. and, and not really being able to immediately see the return. Um, you know, an SEO is still a performance based marketing, uh, it, but it, it's it's something that takes time and it takes trust. And that is something that, you know, as SEOs, we have to help educate and, and kind of guide um, our clients through that space. We want to make sure that they understand that the work that we're doing is in an effort to um, help them generate more revenue, you know, build an audience and whatever their other goals are. Um, and, you know i this sounds super cliched but you know like for seo agencies our success is built on the success of our businesses like right. we have to be able to you know use that experience um you know to demonstrate that we can do what we do and so data and analytics come into play for that and if you know that's what we try to lean on and make sure that everyone kind of understands out we're all rowing in the same direction and want to make sure that, uh, yeah, the clients that we work with and, you know, any business owner getting into SEO, like they should have a good understanding of like the analytics and what they need to know and understand to like measure that success.
0: So how does someone get started going down this path of I've got to improve my SEO? So here I am, let's paint a little picture. You know, I'm a million dollar retailer. I'm here in St. Albert, Alberta. And, you know someone keeps knocking on my door saying you know here i've got an seo opportunity for you i can i can raise your profile look at all these searches i've done and didn't find you you know how does someone say okay i got to take the plunge what do i need to know
1: yeah um, i think that there's a few key pieces that if you are thinking about getting into seo and working with an agency or a consultant consider like the promises they're making first of all if they're promising you you know ranking number one um that's going to be a red flag you know if they're guaranteeing you results overnight or in like within a week there's something shady going on there as well um so you know things to look for are the fact that you know not every website is going to have the same cookie cutter success like we can't apply the same theory or the same strategy to every website and they're all going to rank well um so you know ask them about their track record you know what have they done in the past um ask them what kind of tactics they use um what kind of tools they use um you know if if people are selling you links on other websites to help your backlink profile don't do it um but if you do have to tread lightly um those links, uh, Google's really well aware of them, and they know how people are buying and selling these links to increase other companies' websites. Right. Um, you know, if you can, I know pandemic kind of changed a lot of this, but if you can meet with them in person, at least over video, um, and ask them if they're outsourcing their work. You know, a lot of people will do, you know, claim to be doing the work and then sell it to somebody on Fiverr or another website for half the price and the work isn't getting done. Right.
0: Okay, so let's 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 Jesse say that I am I'm convinced SEO is is where I need to spend some of my marketing budget. How do I begin?
1: I always recommend, uh, man, talk to people. Uh, you know, people that do other web, like maybe your competitors or. Colleagues, like people who may have been engaged with an SEO company Mm -hmm. before, I'd say, you know, trust is a big factor. And if you've met someone that has had success with other SEOs, then I'd say start with them. Uh, If that isn't possible, you know, um, man, like I'd say spend some time on LinkedIn. right? Um, But also like on a website, like start with the things that you can control. Keywords, content, um, how well your website is made for speed and mobile, um, okay. and things like that.
0: Walk me through what this process looks like in onboarding. Let's let's pretend that I'm now your client. I've I've said, all right, let's get rolling together. Walk me through an onboarding process. What things are you looking for? What flags?
1: Yeah. So the first thing that we always do is run a crawl through the website and look for things like. Um, Meta tags. You know how your website is structured. Um, how well does it actually work on look and feel on mobile? Um, you know how easy is it for people to navigate your website for the first time? So we'll always start with a kickoff meeting and discuss any uh, immediate goals or concerns that you have, um, and then we start to think about you know how you fit into the Google market, um, as well as the broader offline market, because those things all factor into it. And we wanna have a good sense of, ultimately, where you fit into the search results. If you're in a competitive e-commerce space and you're up against Amazon, um, Etsy, even Shopify clients, like you want to be mindful of that because it's going to be really hard to rank at the top for those keywords. So thinking about how you can leverage um, other opportunities that are maybe not as competitive to start with um, to start generating more revenue um, from,
0: yeah. Okay. Is there a blend of organic value that's created on my site and paid value that moves me up in in rankings when someone's searching men's underwear
1: <laughs> uh no google says no yeah.
0: um,
1: and i mean we have to take what google says as gospel <laughs> um, but you know sure. there are other facets to it Um, they're not tangible. They're not one-to-one. Like if you're running ads, you're not going to rank number one for that keyword because other people are running ads for that keyword and they don't rank number one. That being said though, you know, the traffic that you get to your site contributes to your overall website experience and that kind of quote unquote score that Google gives us. Mm-hmm. Um, they look to see like how people are engaging on the website, how much time they're spending on the website, where they're clicking um, and sort of that brand building and that, um, you know, that authority that you're building up from people visiting your website does ultimately contribute to your SEO. But I would say like running ads is not going to improve your SEO. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. So, so breakdown for me, <clears throat> search engine optimization, what, what's our ultimate goal in, in search engine optimization?
1: Man, to rank number one. Right? To rank
0: number one. But to rank number one, that means that, you know, your metric is that you're getting more traffic than someone else, yeah. Yeah. right? Really, it's about like, driving traffic.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, ultimately, we're trying to get more people to your website, but also more people that want to take action on your website. Right. You know, we could have you rank number one for a thousand keywords, but if nobody ranks or searches for them, like what good does
0: that do? What good does it do?
1: Right. Right? So again, and also if we bring traffic to your website and they're not buying from you or placing orders or, you know, filling out that contact form, what good is that traffic? Right. So we're thinking about it in like multiple steps. So we need to get your website ranking and appearing in some searches so that we can get traffic to your website. But then also once we get traffic to your website, they need to take action. Right. Those are kind of the three tiers that we're looking for and action can be anything. Is it signing up for a newsletter? Is it filling out a form? Is it making a purchase? Like any of these things that kind of indicate uh, some level of engagement with your brand, like those are the things that we're looking for.
0: Right. And so how does local SEO fit into that?
1: That's a big part. I mean, I guess it depends on the business. Like if you have a bricks and mortar shop, or you're a service based in a company, like those are local is gonna be huge. Um, and so, you know, having a Google business page is a big part of that. Having reviews, um, being present on those other websites like Yelp and TripAdvisor. And although, you know, they're not always the most useful, they are signals that Google looks for when trying to place a business within a community. So having a local strategy is, is massive Um, because man, so many people are doing business and, and making decisions from their phone while they're out and about. And those signals, um, you know, where a person is searching from, the time of day that they're searching from, uh, the proximity to your business are all factors that Google considers um, when they're ranking websites. So you definitely, if you have a space in which people can arrive, whether that's picking up orders or, or what have you, like, or even coming to buy from you there, like you do need to have um, a local presence in the Google results.
0: Right. So you you talk about Google, are there other sites that I should be active on? And you did mention Yelp and TripAdvisor, but are there other platforms that I should be on that help improve my organic SEO?
1: I mean, Bing is still a pretty decent sized search engine. Right. Um,
0: Being active socially, does that help my my searchability?
1: Yes. Uh, Indirectly though, Um, you know, posting on Facebook isn't gonna bring you success in SEO if you're not engaging in other efforts but it helps with brand building it helps with notoriety um, and it does help with uh, kind of that familiarity that people need to you know like know and trust your business right um, you know Google's really has a relationship with Twitter in that they're indexing tweets you know within hours of them being published. And so people use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, like these are all channels that people use to search. And so you should be present in those, um, just to kind of add some credibility to, to your business. And what so about
0: YouTube.
1: Oh man, definitely. Um, yeah, like so much. So YouTube is like the second largest search engine, um, and so much content is being published there so many people are spending hours of their day on youtube and so having a video strategy definitely definitely is a a game changer for a lot of companies and because youtube is owned by google um despite the antitrust issues like google indexes youtube content like like you wouldn't believe and they prioritize those youtube videos and so if you're in that space like of, of video content like you have a great opportunity to rank for a second time within the search results for given keywords. Um, So yeah, anytime. Yeah. YouTube video content it's huge and that content can be repurposed in a hundred different
0: ways. Right. And are we thinking that is it, is it, is it our belief that keyword is still um, you know, primary in improving your search? Is it just about the words we search or is it broadening now to phrases and geolocations and demographics?
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, keywords are still huge, but it's also the relationship between those keywords uh, as well as kind of the intention that is, is part of those search terms. Like if we were to search like uh, SEO agency in Vancouver, there's a certain intention to that that phrase, right? Like you're looking for someone in Vancouver, you're looking for an agency, um, and there's a good chance that you're looking for someone relatively close. So there's things like that. Um, You know, Google is growing quickly in terms of understanding what content is contained in images um, and video. Um, But again, like they're still only using Maybe a really small part of that data to understand it. So, um, yeah, text on the page is still massive and right. it, keywords drive almost, I'd say, 80 to 90% of like all of this SEO. Hmm,
0: cool. All right. Okay. So, big, big question, probably more difficult. Um, what? What percentage of my marketing budget should be dedicated to SEO?
1: Uh, Are you asking me as an agency owner or (laughs) is all of it a fair? Yeah, (laughs) man, that's a tough one.
0: I mean, I think that we always have to have a multi-pronged approach to marketing. Yeah,
1: totally. Yeah, yeah. That's a tough question. Yeah, I think because so much of what, in my mind, what SEO is, that is, making sure your website is a good experience, creating content that shows up in the search results, um, as well as, you know, resonating with your customer, right? getting them in that early stage. Like SEO, in my view, feeds the rest of it. You build, you create content that goes into your social media calendar. You create videos that go onto YouTube. Um, you create podcasts that yep. go everywhere as well. Like this, all this stuff, works to support your whole brand. Um, but yeah, like social is a big part. Paid search is a big part, you know, um, man, partnerships, backlinks. Like there's so much, like you said, that goes into overall right, right. marketing, man. But I, I would say oh, somewhere around like 20%, 20%. Okay. Maybe 30, but yeah. it depends. Cause you could go like, that could include PR that can include your content production. Right video stuff so yeah
0: so let's just talk in in raw numbers you know what does it cost for a guy like me to create a a relationship with you what what's my investment what's my initial investment or my ongoing investment look like to have a basic if there is such a thing yeah um, basic seo plan with an agency
1: yeah like for we generally look to engage with clients like in six month stretches Mm -hmm. um that gives us a great opportunity to you know entrench ourselves with the business get familiar with your audience and have a deep understanding of what the the search results are looking like Um, and that'll include content creation keyword research competitive analysis um as well as like conversion optimization and analytics generally we like to start with something in like the 2,500 to 3,500 a month range. Uh, and that gives us, you know, the, enough runway to build a strategy that's really sustainable um, and will serve you for the long haul.
0: Right. And, and is that, does that include some advertising or is this all about?
1: This is all about the SEO and website experience. Right. Um, yeah. Paid ads is a different beast altogether. And so that one is a little more direct marketing, you know, that's getting people that with ads in general, like you want to have a clear goal in mind, um, to like make, get a purchase. Cause right. if you're spending ad dollars on people reading your blog post, that is going to be a very expensive blog post. Right. So, um, it's a, there's a lot more immediacy obviously with ads. Um, so SEO, we're thinking about the long-term strategy for
0: that. Right. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Give us, uh, Give us a bit of an elevator pitch. Where do people find out more about method and metric? Um, if they're, if they're interested in, in, in learning more about what SEO can do for their business, how do they get in touch with you?
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, email is always great. Um, Jesse at method Um, but also we're quite active on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter, um, all method and metric as a handle, um, all one word. And, uh, yeah. Our website, Um, Yeah. Awesome. If anyone that wants to talk about SEO, even just to get a sense of, uh, you know, what it will entail for their business specifically, I'm always happy to chat.
0: Awesome. Jesse, thank you so much for joining us today. Retailers, if you want to learn a little bit more about SEO and what it can do for your business, head over to methodimetric.com. Uh, we will include, of course, this podcast and a little more information about Methodometric in uh, this week's podcast, or pardon me, this week's newsletter uh, from Canadian Retail Solutions. So head over to retailbycrs.com. Make sure you're subscribed. Catch this thing. Um, And learn a little bit more about how SEO can impact your business. Jesse, thanks again, man. Retailers, have a great week.
1: Cool. Thanks, Dan. Cheers, man. Yeah, man. Thanks.